And today we are so happy to have one of our favorite people in the world. I've known her family for years, and it's Mrs. Jennifer Dent Brown. And Mrs. Brown, Mrs. Jennifer, can I call you Jenny from the block one time? You sure can. This is Jenny from the <laughs> block, y'all. <laughs> so I just wanted to get a chance to, for, for William and I to talk with her because we had a, I had a, just a lot of questions. I've been looking at her Facebook. I've been uh, talking to her about uh, different things that our families are going through as far as weight loss. And uh, uh, I know William was anxious to talk because, you know, you're a nutritionist and he, you know, he's a nutritionist guy. Mm -hmm. and so I just wanted to kind of get into uh, who you are and what you do and have a conversation with you about um about nutrition and also about your life coaching. I think that's a great thing. And I mean, I, I've always just kind of wanted my own life coach. And then I get to thinking to myself, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody can handle me. So I think I just better wait. Well, know? that's the truth. At least you're speaking the truth. There we go. That's good. You always got the, you always got the peanut gallery out there. Thank you, William. Uh, you know. <laughs> We kind of hack each other's brain, each other's brains here, uh, Jennifer. So, That's so what so makes it fun. It does. It does. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, you know, I know you're from the great city of Philadelphia. Yeah. With the, uh, uh, you know, so many, so much music and Philly soul in mm -hmm. it. You know, what uh, what got you involved in all of this? Yeah. So, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on the show. I was very excited when I got your text message. I was like, oh, yeah, I love to talk about what I do um, because I feel like whenever I can share how I think, how I work, um, it hopefully clicks in someone's head and then they're willing to go out and explore getting help a little bit further um, with their weight. So, I, yes, I live in Philadelphia and I got into health coaching. So I'm actually a health coach. I'm a certified health coach, not a nutritionist. So there's a difference. Um, very much into healthy eating, though, and, and what foods work for um, individuals' bodies. But I got into health coaching because I had my own weight issues. When I went away to college, I went to Hampton University as an undergrad and gained the freshman 15. And then yeah. continued to gain weight all through college. I never had a weight problem growing up. So but just going away to school and just not being very active. And you know what happens when you go to college, you gain weight. And so by like junior year, it wasn't like, oh, she's thick. She's cute. It was kind of like, no, she's just getting fat. <laughs> so, and I'm short. I'm only, you know, I'm only 5'1". So, you know, 10, 10 pounds it starts to get a little bit uncomfortable. Um, so this continued through graduate school, went straight to grad. I went to grad school at IU. And just didn't know how to lose weight. I kept trying all these different diets and I would like lose a couple of pounds and then I would turn around and gain it right back again. And I was just very, very frustrating for me. And then I graduated from grad school. So this is another two years of me gaining weight and got a job as a management consultant where I was traveling 90% of the time. And this time I was eating out like every meal, living out of a hotel, eating out basically. And at the same time, continuing to gain weight, but still trying to figure out what do I need to do to lose weight. So I did all the low fat diets, the diet centers, Weight Watchers, 
the bars. I did all the beach body programs. You name it. I was on prescription medication to lose weight. Like it was just ridiculous. And nothing seemed to work until I was searching on the internet looking for my next diet. And I stumbled across the website of a woman who called herself a health coach. And at that point, I had no idea what a health coach was. I think that was like 2013. Okay. And yeah, so I looked up her site and I remember on her site, it said, if you've tried everything, you haven't tried this. And I was like, well, I haven't tried this, so I'm going to give you a try <laughs> and ended up hmm. hiring her. I paid to go um, participate in her six week group program. And that's when I learned about holistic living and how there's such a great connection between your mind and your body. And weight loss isn't necessarily just about what you're eating, but it's more so about how you're thinking, how you're living. And it needs to be a overhaul, basically, of not of your life and how you're in your brain versus just like, oh, let me cut my calories and work out more because that doesn't work long term. It's not sustainable. So I was so intrigued with her. And I was like, oh, I need to know what she knows because six weeks I worked with her wasn't enough. I ended up enrolling in the school that she went to. Um, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and got certified as a health coach. So, 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 so let me let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. You know, you go through years of not not being able to find anything. So all the stuff that most of us have been through, the 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 different Atkins, you know, mm -hmm. and not saying that these things are bad, but they weren't working for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And you know, you fans obviously, you know, and. You know, I'm going to speak for myself. I fancy you a very intelligent person, somebody who can hang with different things that are going on. I, I got this. I can work it out, so on and so forth. But all none of these, it wasn't that they didn't appeal to you. It was something else. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was okay. totally. They appealed to me, which is why I would start something. I would try a new diet like, oh, this one looks good. Or I would go online and look at the after pictures. I know Beachbody was like huge for those before and after transformations. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that in 90 days and I'm going to look ripped like them. And it wasn't the actual plan. It wasn't the thing that I was doing at the time. It was the fact that I never changed my thought process and my relationship with food. So wow. what, what wow. happens is women and men too, so I can speak to everyone who's ever tried to lose weight, is like we start out the gate like look let me just change the way i'm eating let me start exercising and do all of these actions and do all of these things i'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m and do all this stuff but we have not changed our mindset and our relationship and how we relate to food and we're completely shut down to how foods interact with our bodies and that's one of the reasons why diets just don't work because what works for you, Dr. Lewis, may not work for William. And what works for William may not work for me. And so, we, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, did, did oh, I'm sorry. William, did you hear that? I heard okay. that. What works for me doesn't work for you. <laughs> uh-huh. But if you cook me salmon, that'll work for me. You hear that, Jim? Sam? I'm, I'm totally okay. That definitely works. I'm, I'm sorry, go. Jenny. We're going to have these intermittent fights, but we're listening. I, I love okay. it. I love it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I like to dig in a little yeah. bit. So when you say what worked for one person, so you so you meaning each person, is it based on their body and, 
who they are as far as the diet that they should be Yeah, on, it's or... based on all of those things. It's based on um, how their body uh, processes food. It's based on their hereditary. It's based on their lifestyle. That's the biggest thing because you can become like, yeah, oh, you, you can become like, oh, I'm going to be a vegan tomorrow. But if anyone who's ever tried the vegan or vegetarian lifestyle, that's a lot of cooking and a lot of food prep. And it takes a lot of time. Right. And so if you are someone who's on the go all the time or maybe you travel, that lifestyle may not work for you necessarily in that way of eating. And so one of the things that I do when I first start working with my clients is like, look, we just create their own eating plan. We create, I help them create a plan that works specifically for them and their lifestyle. And then we just kind of tweak it from there. But I don't believe in cookie cutter diets because again, you know, our, 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 our bodies, our temples are holistic. And so it's not just about, well, you eat this and don't eat that and eat this and eat it this time and cut this food group out. It doesn't work long. It's not sustainable. You have to be able to do something that you love. You have to be able to eat foods that make you feel good and not because you're like torturing yourself because, oh my goodness, I overate at the barbecue last weekend and now I got to eat kale and string beans for the rest of the uh, week. Jenny, mm -hmm. Jenny I, I just heard you. I heard you and I thank you for that because I just ate a cupcake. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. Eat foods that make me feel good. And I just, I feel good about a cupcake. Jenny, what, okay, what's the problem with a cupcake? Right, nothing is wrong with a cupcake, but here's the problem, right? The problem comes when you're eating the cupcake because you're trying to fill an emotional void. When you're eating the cupcake because you're bored or you need to be distracted or you're feeling uncomfortable for some reason, you're stressed out, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. when eating the cupcake becomes a problem because your, your mind can't differentiate um, the, and process the emotion that's happening in your body and in your mind uh, away from, oh, this cupcake is a good distraction and makes me feel good in the moment. You finish eating the cupcake, the problem is still there. The stress is still there. Whatever you were trying wow. to distract yourself is still there. And so what do you do? You were like, oh, let me go eat another cupcake. Because I'm so disconnected from this initial emotion. Now, you can have your cupcake. What I do is I, I teach my clients, like, just plan ahead for it, right? You decide ahead of time on Thursday, I'm going to my kid's birthday party and I'm going to eat cake. Great. On Thursday, you go ahead and you decide, you write it down, you're going to eat your cake and you're going to enjoy it because you've made the decision ahead of time. And you're not eating cake because of an emotion that you're trying to remove yourself from or distract yourself from. Sure. So, so when you say stuff like that, no, oh, well, no, I, I was going to say I'm fat because William stresses me out. <laughs> but I want to kind of it's always well, it my is. fault. It All the bad way. stuff nothing, is nothing always my fault. It. Nothing you can do about it. But I, I right. just, okay, so to a great extent, you're correct. I, I, I wasn't planning on eating this cupcake. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you that I had a great meal just now. And it was something that I looked to the left. Uh, uh, and my wife had had some cupcakes, cupcakes over there. And I said, you know, I'm going to try that out. And I went and, and started eating it. And lo and behold, 
she who has lost 15 pounds and is looking way better than her husband right Yay, now. Yay, Shelly. Yo, she's on. I said, there we go. why? Uh, she's looking at me with this look, and I said, what's up? And she said, why are you uh, eating a chocolate cupcake? I said, uh, well, uh, were you going to eat it? And she said, well, I was going to get to that one last. I said, oh. So, and there were assorted ones. <laughs> and I kind of felt some kind of way about this, like, hey, are we about to fight over this cupcake? Because I don't know. I don't want any arguments. So, I, 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 it wasn't all of a sudden thing. It's like, whoa, cupcakes. Uh -huh. You know, does that, what was that? Is that just me saying, hey, fulfill yourself with this meal? It was what? a visual cue for you to eat the cupcake. Uh, if the cupcake uh -huh. wasn't there, uh -huh. you, may, you probably wouldn't have had a thought about it at all. This is true. This is true. So one of the, you know, things when you're learning how to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle going forward, you need to figure out what causes you, what triggers you to be hungry. Lots of times we mm. get hungry because we see food. And that's why you look on commercials and you see the food commercial, the restaurant commercials, and the food is like, looks so good and appetizing. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe we should order Domino's tonight. Right, because you see it on the TV, but yeah. you hadn't been thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, right. Another way that people get confused with hunger is that they're looking at the clock and like, oh, 10 o'clock, it's time for my mid-morning snack. Oh, it's three o'clock, it's time for my afternoon snack. And they don't check in and see if they're actually physically hungry, but because the clock, it has them saying a three o'clock, this is a habit I have. I'm tired of doing my work right now. I'm going to go take a break and take a break with food. Then you're, they're actually creating that feeling of hunger just by looking at the clock. Hmm. Okay. So one of the, one of, mm -hmm, so, Jim, as a nutritionist, so as a nutritionist, um, and what you're saying about cupcakes, because that was one of the things I stopped eating and sort of like you, I don't, eat them a lot or, or sugar just in general and what I want to talk not so much about cupcakes but isn't all that sugar isn't sugar is like an addictive thing that's kind of draws you to it mm -hmm. right I mean it's not like a drug but isn't that so isn't sugar and almost like processed food which is again I love to hear your 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 perspective on processed food which I completely stopped doing that completely because that's all that stuff is just it is for your body and it is everything else and i don't even know why they, i don't even know why they make that stuff legal because somebody's making good. a lot of money from it that's why and it's and it's cheap to produce a lot of money yeah. right so yeah, yeah, I, yeah i've yeah. done a lot of uh, research on the food industry and how food in america is created because uh -huh. a lot of times it's created in a lab and not necessarily you know coming from nature but here's here's the problem. I totally understand when you say, you know, sugar is not good for you, processed food isn't good for you. To a person who has been struggling with their weight and all of a sudden you're like, look, no more processed food, no more sugar, their brain is automatically gonna be like, Nope, I did that before and it didn't work. Right? Mm. I stopped eating it mm. for a period of time and it didn't work. So you're trying to tell me I gotta live the rest of my life without processed food and automatic automatically they begin to shut down and they're not ready to make any types of changes. So I take a different approach when it comes to 
and I'm using air quotes, weaning my clients off of sugar and off of processed foods, I say, okay, you're creating your eating plan. Nothing is off limits. You can have whatever you want. The only stipulation is that you need to plan ahead at least 24 hours of what you're going to eat. So if you know Saturday you're going to eat Chick-fil-A, you write down you're going to eat Chick-fil-A. What we're doing at the same time is they're so one, let me back up the, the process of meal planning and thinking ahead of time and making that decision of what they want to eat ahead of time allows them to begin to have confidence in themselves again. So they're sticking to the decisions that they're making and they're not eating emotionally. So you can begin to drive past Chick-fil-A on Wednesday because you're like, nope, I'm not stopping at Chick-fil-A today because I said on Saturday I'm going to have Chick-fil-A and I feel okay with that decision. Mm, that's, that's right. So, now Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A is natural though. Eh, I mean, is processed too. <laughs> I always use the example Chick-fil-A because that's you know uh, everybody seems to love Chick-fil-A. Well, because well, it is not well. I know the owner, but yeah, that's Chick-fil-A though is not a well. That's a whole other subject. But yeah, anyway, I, mean, I hear what you're you saying about the process. You can insert McDonald's. You can insert Burger that is King. Also people, like, whatever your advice is. From one right. of my clients, it was Starbucks. Like She was just addicted to the drinks at Starbucks. So, you know, we, we right. learn how to begin. We begin to just, like, think ahead of time, commit to what they're eating, and then you begin to build that trust with yourself. Like, oh, okay, I can, you know, plan ahead and say no to food in the moment. At the same time we're doing that, we're also looking at the weight so we're looking at what you're eating and we're looking at your weight and then i teach them like okay let's begin to make some assumptions and some deductions based off of what you're eating what you're doing and then what your weight is and so it allows them to finally come to the conclusion and we do coaching on in the meantime like it's not as black and white there are reasons why people eat emotionally but they I yeah. guide them to the point where they're making their own assumptions about what they need to change. And sometimes, mm-hmm, well, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jenny, go ahead now, please, go ahead. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, no, I'm done with sugar, right? And it is a very big, drastic change. But for some clients, it's like, okay, instead of eating five cookies, I'm gonna eat one, right? And that's the changes that they begin to make. And as their weight changes, right. or it doesn't change, they get to make the decision, okay, I need to make some, I need to do something else and I need to begin to like really shift my thinking around the food. Now, the less processed foods and the less sugar that they're intaking, their appetite is going to change. And there's a whole study, there are lots of studies around this thing called appetite control and your natural appetite, which is a a part in your brain that controls your natural appetite. All that stuff begins to kick in naturally. Because our bodies are like amazing, right? Our bodies are amazing when they work the way they're supposed to work. What happens is our brains override how our bodies are supposed to work because we are such smart human beings. Hmm. Well, now, so Mm -hmm. I got a question here. And, you know, Jenny, I've been meaning to ask this question for a long time. Go for it. There are men out here to include myself, who really believe that their wives are fattening them up so they don't look good to anybody else. (laughs) Is there any truth 
to that, Jenny. Any truth whatsoever. And I'm sorry, I just mm-hmm. got to That is a very interesting question. And that would be uh, kind of difficult to come to a conclusion. You're, you're, you're married, Jenny. You're married. You're, come on. Come on. Come on, Kevin. Dundee. You come know on. Kevin. Kevin's very much into health and fitness. So I would not, he, yeah. he well, wouldn't fall for me intentionally trying to fatten him up. well i mean it's so let me let me get a plug in here Uh, everyone we are here on the welcome to the totally keeping it totally real uh broadcast with dr cornell lewis uh co-host william white and we are here with jennifer dent brown who is a wanted to say nutritionist but she is a life coach and uh person she's a life coach but she also deals with health and I, I love the fact that you're not just dealing with, hey, go do another diet. But there's a holistic process that connects with the mind and the body and the different things and also the reasons why. You know, that's one of the things. Even the Bible says it, why people perish for the lack of knowledge. You know, if we don't know why, then I can't, I can't short circuit what I'm doing. Uh, when I get in, I'll be honest with you, Jenny. When I get stressed out, mm-hmm. I eat. I eat. And it is a trigger of mine. I mean, when I get stressed out, I eat. And I try to eat. I try to keep healthy snacks around. And then somebody drops off a whole sleeve <laughs> of Oreos. I don't know who it is, but they keep dropping them off to me. But I, I'm trying to, you know, when I try to do better, uh, well, there it is. Evil is always mm-hmm. good. But got one, when, I, when, I, when that happens to me, I get stressed out and I eat. Can you give me any advice whatsoever on how I can uh, stop it, slow it down, mm-hmm. think differently? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, know? absolutely. First of all, congratulations for being e- aware that you even eat when you're stressed out. Oh, yeah, I could have <laughs> told you that when I was 10. Yeah, for <laughs> no some problem. people, they don't even have right. that awareness. They just like, oh, I need to eat something. And they don't even think about what is triggering them to want to go eat, what's, what's urging them to go eat. Mm-hmm. So what I teach my clients is really, really very simple. Anytime you get the urge to go eat, so anytime you have the thought like, oh, I need to go get me something to eat, or let me go get, let me go get something to drink, right? Anytime you have the urge to put food or drink to your mouth, pause, right? And I'm, and I'm holding mm. my hand up, pause, right? You take a minute, stop, and check in with yourself and say, what is the reason that I'm eating right now? Right? Is it because it's three o'clock and wow. it's time for afternoon snack? Is it because I just wow. hung up the phone with so-and-so and she really made me upset? <laughs> is it because I am procrastinating? I got to work on this sermon and I don't really feel like it right now. Right? Sure. Is it because of what is the reason that you're wanting to eat? And in that moment, Mm. you have 100% control over your next action. So you can decide and say, Mm. all right, I don't care. I'm just going to go eat because it's going to make me feel better in the moment. Or you can say, you know what? I see what's happening right here. I'm not going to go eat. I'm going to go do something else because I care about my weight or my health more than I care about the Oreo cookies. And just that quick, you can make a decision that can help your weight loss or it can slow your weight loss down. 
And you just wow. need to do that constantly, all day. Ask yourself the question. So it becomes it a be- habit. It, it becomes, becomes a habit. A habit. After a while. Hmm. And then you can see that you're consciously making a decision versus like seeing the cupcake on the table and like, oh, let me eat the cupcake because it's there and I don't want Shelly to eat it. Sure, sure. Well, what what do you and and I want to get W in here. uh, What what do you think about the scale? Mm -hmm. Okay, that evil, evil scale. Mm -hmm. That is sitting somewhere near you and you just say, man, I got to get every day weigh yourself every now and then don't weigh yourself. What, what is the, there's so many things out there, Jenny, that people say, this is what you got to do. What is your take on that? So yes, the scale is a hot topic. And I have many clients who are like, oh no, I don't weigh myself. I just go by the way my clothes fit, which yes, is one, mm. one way of looking at it. You can definitely go by the way that your clothes fit. But while you're waiting for your clothes to change, you can gain up like six or seven pounds before you move up a size. Wow. So I feel like we wow. want to just stop that before it gets, you know, your six, seven pounds down the line. Um, so what I teach and what I use, and I do this myself daily, is I, we weigh ourselves every single day. But before every, every day. day and you track your weight wow right but wow. before you freak out and be like oh my god just like you said the scale is evil it really it really mm. isn't that's a thought that's a okay. thought that you have because that's based off an, of an experience that you have the number on the scale is 100 percent neutral it's just data uh-huh. right, you've done research papers before dr lewis you know about data one or two, right? So you know about yes, looking at yes. data. We, we, yeah. I help yeah. my clients begin to look at this thing, the scale that we think is so terrible. And rather than allowing this number on the scale to dictate whether we're going to have a good day or have a bad day, we go on the scale I'm like, oh, it's just data. It's just a number. It's just neutral. And when you can begin to see that this number is just neutral and you're looking at the data and you're looking at your food choices and you're planning ahead and you're making evaluations and you're figuring all these things out before you know it, you're actually creating your own healthiest lifestyle that is sustainable for you long after we stop working together. Right. Because yeah. you're, you yeah. now are empowered. You know exactly what to look at. You know exactly what to think. You know exactly how to manage your emotions long after, you know, two, three, four years down the line, you'll be able to do this and still maintain your weight. So, yeah, the scale is just a marker. The number on the scale is just a marker. You're, you can also like take pictures of yourself and, you know, do the whole measure yourself as well. But the, the, the thing is, the key is that you need to be measuring something, right? Because if you're not, yeah, you're just yeah. fooling yourself. Like, oh, my pants still fit, That's smart. Still That's fit smart. good. That's very That's true. Smart. That's smart. I've always tell folks, the scale is the, you know, scale is the facts. It ain't, yes. ain't nothing about a scale of life. The scale is a fact. And if you really want to embrace yourself and you're really on this goal to do something, why not look at facts every day? Yeah. How how is that a bad thing? Exactly. It's only a bad thing if you look at it as a bad thing. And a lot of my clients, they struggle with that, right? They're like, I can't, I had one But again, facts are never bad. It's it's the fact. You might not like it, 
but right. it's still the fact. <laughs> exactly. And that's all it is. It's just 100% neutral. It's just a number and that's it. And you decide how you want to feel about the number. But and the number, we don't and let the number the is in your control. Dictate. Yep. Yeah. We, we don't let the number on the scale dictate whether we're going to have a good day or not. Right. Mm. Right. Well, I can tell you this. I, whenever I go to the uh, Ohio State Fair, uh, they have problems guessing my weight because no one ever guesses that I'm 300 pounds. And I, I, I usually win. Mm. Uh, the most I've weighed is 315. And I'll be honest with you, when I look down at that scale and it says 299 or 300, I mean, I'm thrown completely into a tizzy. I got to, you know, because a lot of times it's, oh, men don't feel the way that women feel about mm -hmm. their weight. That's a lie. And yes, our bodies are shameful sometimes. I got a dad bod and I'm in trouble. <laughs> Okay, and I'm sitting there going, you know, I hate to see myself on camera. I need to do something about mm -hmm. that. And then I get so busy doing other things. You know, talk about mm -hmm. this, Jen. Talk about the busyness, which is probably another thing. Probably what the number one thing people say. I'm too well, busy. I just want to. Yes, people are too busy. But I want to point something out to you, Dr. Lewis. Oh, it just oh, came boy. out of hit his him. mouth. Hit him, hit him, hit him hard, hit him hard. Thank you. I, I pray that this will be helpful to you, right? But Thank you, thank you. The thought that you just said, you were like, I hate to see myself on camera. I have to do something with my weight is never going to motivate you long term. Right? That, that belief right there is coming out of judgment. You're judging yourself for where you are and how you're looking. And that is never going to be a, a motivating, it's never a useful thought, right? You could flip that around and be like, hey. I love, I love seeing myself on camera. What, Jen? I love, being, I love being a healthy example for the people who are watching me on camera, right? Okay, I yeah. never thought about that. I love being that. an example of what is possible. That, yeah, you can go from 299 to to, I don't know what your goal weight might be, 200, 298, right? They would really enjoy your dancing if you 265. That should be your goal. See, <laughs> your goal should be 265, no, right and yeah. then we can really turn it up when you dance yeah, I, before you preach. There we go. <laughs> I like that, Jen. We go. There we Jen, go. I, I, usually, I, usually, I usually do dance. I usually uh -huh. dance. Uh, and I, I've challenged other people uh, to get their pastor to dance better than I do on a Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, but I gotta say, lately I've been a little oh, windy. Oh, see? So, uh, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh boy, it's true. It's okay. So I'm talking about me, William. But you know what? I wanna I wanna go back to something. And Jen, I'm sorry, we're getting ready to have our little little fight. I watched William eat processed food at a restaurant. I just want to say it. I didn't say it. I didn't see it. I saw it. Yes, I did. And he had it hanging out of his mouth. What? So there, we set that record when, what, straight. Was that, was that more than three years ago or within the last three years? I was in the last three months. No. Yes. You did not see me eat no processed food. I did. Where? Because I brought you a plate. <laughs> I brought you a plate. We were at the 
never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We get well, if, if it was, Jim, what I did, I said, hey, on this Friday, I know Pastor Cornell is going to be at this restaurant, so I'm going to eat this. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Always a way around it, huh, W? Always a way around <laughs> Jenny, so what do we? What? Are, okay, so yes, uh, let's let's just go on and admit uh, the, the the great Reverend Doctor Lewis has a weight problem and a food issue, but let's say it like this: we talk. I wanted to talk about that busyness. That mm-hmm. is a huge thing that I have an issue with. Busyness. I mean, I, I'm always doing mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, being busy is what we call in the life coaching arena is a buffer. Right. And a, a buffer mm, yeah, is just a, a distraction. We mm. and this is very true for black women as well. We have everything to do for everyone else and we don't have time to focus on ourselves. The reason why people like to be busy is because they don't want to focus on themselves. They don't want to face the mirror mm. and be like, OK, mm. I really need to get a hold of this. I really need to do something about this. This is going to take focus and effort to make some really lasting lifestyle changes. But if we're always busy, if we always got something else to do, we can avoid looking in the mirror and having to make those decisions. Huh. A buffer. A buffer. And I got I, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so it happens so quickly. These things happen so fast that like when you're talking to me now, telling me that that's what it's called mm-hmm. as a buffer. I don't mm-hmm. think like that. I don't think like that. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm about to start buffering like the little circle with the lines around it. With You know, things aren't going right. The signal's mm-hmm. not coming through. How can I, how can I talk to, how do I talk to myself? What words do I use? Okay, well, now you're buffering. No. Or what can I say? Give me some <laughs> ebonics, uh, whatever it might be. Hey. Uh, fat kid, don't eat the cake. I don't know. Can you? Yeah. So busyness is 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 not as simple as like the pause um, strategy. Okay. But it could be. So why are okay. you so busy? Like the first like question is, what what is the result that you are trying to create, right? And then why are you doing all of these things to get to this result? Is it necessary to do all of these things to get to whatever result you're trying to create? You know, I can I be uh, since we're can go I lay ahead. On the couch you got it. Mm-hmm. To you? Okay. No, uh, do jumping jack. W, you no, go, do jumping jack. No. Why you say it? Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Jenny, I, I I need a new co-host. Uh, I, I my 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 whole thing is that okay. When I make a promise to somebody, I do everything mm-hmm. I can to keep it, and I I have an issue because. Uh, the, you know, I've done a lot of things like the Enneagram and uh, stuff like that. And, you know, these uh, 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 Myers-Briggs. And in every one of those, it says you take care of everyone else, but you mm-hmm. don't take care of yourself well. And I've kind of rejected that. I'm like, I do take care of myself well. I like sitting and looking out the window. And I go, but I guarantee you the minute somebody calls, I'm going to try to help them figure something out instead of me saying, hey, you got to take care of yourself. And I never felt like at some point I would be at, be at this point in my life where I wasn't running around shooting basketball. You're kind of mm-hmm. jacked up on me, you know, and I was skating. I was doing all kinds of stuff, you know, and I've never been this heavy in my life. I never mm-hmm. thought I'd get there. 
So now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, I'm 53 mm -hmm. years old. My son just called me yesterday and he said, I want you around. You got to take mm -hmm. care of yourself. And that just really, it really hit me when he said that. Like this, I, you know, I mean, I'm there now. And it's like, yeah. what do I do now? You know, and, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Gym? Yeah. Nobody actually mm -hmm. plans to be overweight. It just happens. <laughs> right. We, we, we don't have that plan. Uh, wow. I like I say that again. Say that right. We didn't time. plan Please to be overweight. It just kind of happened. Like you're just living your life, doing what you do, wow. and wow. working and focusing on other wow. things. And you have big goals, and you've done a lot in your past, and so you were always focusing and working towards something, right? But the one thing you wow. weren't working towards was your health. Yeah. That's true. And That's at the true. bottom line is, again, because we've identified that most of us who are overweight are emotional eaters. And I say we because that includes myself as, as well. William sounds like a guy who's just like, nope, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not eating the sugar. I'm not eating the processed food. I'm done. Right. But for the rest of us who, you know, have to battle in our brains, like, do we eat to feel good right now or do we just sit with this emotion and let it ride out? Right. Sure. We have to sure. really, really, really learn how to, one, identify what those emotions are that are in the, in the circumstances that are driving us to overeat. Because the only reason why we're overweight yeah. is because yeah. we're overeating. It's really that simple. It's not because we're not yeah. moving enough or we're eating the wrong thing. And we need to be eating paleo versus keto versus vegan or vegetarian or Atkins or whatever. Right. We're overeating. Mm -hmm. because I mean we're overweight because we're simply overeating whether you're overeating Oreos or kale chips it doesn't matter you're still over right consuming calories so yeah now Jen thanks for thinking I'm that guy that's doing everything right but um that's I did stop doing a lot of that but uh I still have a little sugar because I still do my cafe mochas and with a lot of extra chocolate in it mm -hmm. but that's like really the only big time sugar stuff I do, but I do really, like you said, I do monitor mm -hmm. so that it's not, cause I know, cause I know it's not good for you. Yeah. I mean, and once when I was diagnosed with ALS, all that stuff, my doctor was talking to me about my health and all that other stuff. And I've always been a guy that's in shape, but I used to eat everything, but cause I worked out all the time. So it didn't really matter, but now I can't work out. So really what I eat has a lot to do with me maintaining my health and just mm -hmm. living. So I do, I do mon monitor it a lot more because, again, as Pastor Cornell was just saying, you know, we want to do everything for everyone else. But how about, like you said, when you look in the mirror, how about doing something for that person you're looking at in that yeah. mirror? That might matter just a little bit, just mm -hmm. a little bit. 100%. So, yep. 100%. So, so, Pastor, what I would tell you when you also want to look at eating a lot, why don't you just call Jennifer? <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, -huh. uh No, I'm not. No. Mm -mm. Or, no. or call me. Or call or text me. Uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, definitely no. Uh, on that one. Jenny's uh. <laughs> busy, okay? And you and I get together every now and then. But I, I will say this, okay, because I was, I was so anxious mm -hmm. for this conversation. Uh, you know, because, yeah, I want to talk about other people and how they stay motivated. But I really kind of wanted to see and hear 
where you got your motivation or where things are at. So believe me, just some stuff you've said today has uh, really got mm-hmm. me to thinking about the different things. I mean, just like you said, I, cause you know what? I thought it was my, sometimes I think it's my fault. It's your fault that you're this way, but you know, like you, it, it really makes me feel good to hear you say, listen, you weren't planning on getting fat. That wasn't your goal, your, mm-hmm. your, but it happened. It creeped up on you when you weren't looking and you weren't paying attention and you're going to have to now, uh, you know, abate the situation or try, try to work on it a little bit more. And, and so that, that honestly, I think that's one of the greatest things that you've said here now that, you know, nobody is out there going, oh, you know what? I want to get big as one side of this house. You know, people are saying, hey, look, I mm-hmm. really don't want to be this way. You know, so I appreciate you. Yeah. I really, really do. That's a wonderful. And it's just about this is why I do what I do, because we don't know how to think when it comes to food. We don't know how to manage all the reasons why we're eating. And some of us don't know what to eat either. And so this is this is this is what motivates me, because it took me so many years to figure it out for myself. And then when I figured it out, for myself, I got another question for you. I got another question for you, Jen. What, what is your mm-hmm. thoughts on three meals a day? What are your thoughts on three meals a day? I think that depends on Reference the person. Lunch Again, yeah, it depends on the oh, person. Okay. So you, again, you can eat three meals a day, but if you're eating quote unquote healthy food and you're still eating too much, then you're still going to struggle with your weight, right? You can have, you can mm. eat six times a day, right? But if you're eating enough to fuel your body and you will begin to learn what foods fuel your body and what foods don't. Like we were saying, William, I wanted to touch on that. Like you have a little bit of sugar every now and then, but you know too much sugar or you're not going to feel good. Right. So you just, you don't, you don't indulge in it. Right. So when you Mm -hmm. want to live your healthiest lifestyle and you want to live healthy forever and ever, your mindset, your thought process is like, well, I'm just going to, I eat foods that make me feel good. I eat foods that fuel my body 90% of the time, 10% of the time I have foods that are fun, right? 10% of the time I have foods that the cupcake and, you know, the, the specialty drink coffee drink at Starbucks to make me, that makes me feel fun. Mm -hmm. But 90% of the time I just like feeling better. So I'm going to obviously focus on foods that make me feel good. And, and, you know, I, once again, I want to say welcome to the uh, Keeping It Totally Real podcast. Uh, we have myself, Dr. Cornell Lewis, and my co-host, uh, William White. And we are all talking today to a nutritionist and life coach, uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny Dent Brown. And we're just so happy to have her. I mean, the, the stuff that you know is just like, I mean, mm-hmm. you like know this for sure. And I think I don't know that that that, you know, we can come to this, these conclusions unless we're really serious about our lives. Uh, so so talk to me. Re- talk to us real quick. Take us back to how you have felt all that time in your life feeling about myself. I have not. I tried this. I tried that. It just didn't work. That's fine. But what were your thought processes about oh, you? My, my self-esteem was in the gutter. <laughs> wow. Since we're being wow. real, it was in the gutter. Wow. 
And to look at yes, me, right, right, for all of those years, that everybody was like, well, you weren't fat. Like, it doesn't matter what your opinion of fat was. I was uncomfortable with myself. I needed to lose right. 20 pounds. Wow. In addition to me being overweight, because your weight is just an outward manifestation of all the, it, all the mess that's going on in your life. Right. I was not happy with my career. I was very much single at the time. I was in debt. So I had a lot of things I needed to clean up in my life wow. before I could wow. focus on getting healthy and focus 100% on me. Mm. Now, did that, did that's that, good. okay, so the, yeah, it was, that's, that's beautiful. inspirational there. That yeah. So rip. it is, it is because. I think that's where a lot of us get hung up at. And then we don't know how to mm -hmm. tell people what our real feelings are. You know, so I kind of see it like this and see if I'm coming in the, going in the right direction here. So not only am I um, eating because uh, uh, with low self, low self-esteem, I'm eating now uh, my credit, my uh, is going, I'm going to go ahead and destroy that also or whatever to make myself, I got to mm -hmm. buy something to make myself happy or, and then, my job, I'm there, uh, and I'm, I don't know what's coming out of this, but I'm not happy there. Right. So you're not happy anywhere. Right. And so the eating is, is just a way of coping with everything that you're not happy with. Wow. Wow. Instead wow. of getting to, wow. so this is, you know, the process I had to learn, but I had to do 8 million diets <laughs> to figure out like, okay, diets don't really work long term. So there must be something else. And I ended up working with a life coach. And that's when I was like, oh, mm, you mean it's mm -hmm. like what I'm thinking about <laughs> right. that's creating my results? Wow. Like, oh, okay. That is amazing. <laughs> and so after I got that, wow. it just changed everything. And that's, you know, I teach my clients your wow. thoughts, like what you're thinking about, no matter what the circumstances is always going to create a feeling, right? And that feeling is either going to drive you to do something that's going to be useful to you, your, your weight loss or it's going to hold you back, right? It's going to either help you to lose weight or it's going to hold wow. you back. And then whatever that action is, whether you keep repeating it over and over and over again, it's going to create your result. Your result is your weight right now, is today. So let's just change our thoughts. You know you know, I can't wait to get this get this out. Uh, I think we lost W, but he'll be back. But I, I just can't wait to get this out because I think that mm -hmm. a lot of us feel this way, but none of us ever thought that it had to do with the way we were thinking. I know so many people who don't know that just mm -hmm. that tidbit right there. It's not about the way I'm thinking. It's just that hey, I'm hungry, I want to go do this, I want to go, hey, I'm having a great time with my family, I ought to eat this, and then once you get a little mm -hmm. bit of it, you're eating it the rest of the week, you know, and, and, and so I don't know that, not, I, don't, I just don't believe that a whole lot of people know that the way we are yep. is about the yeah, way we and think. Lots of times. Lots of times we, we are looking ahead, for I'm external sorry. motivation to get us, like, to get back on track. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, mm, you get the mm. you get the call from your son, external motivation. He's like, Dad, I need you to, to be around. Like, OK, let me, uh, you know, focus and get myself together for the next, you know, whatever. 
and we're looking for this external or external right. validation from somebody else to be like, oh, you look really good. Did you lose some weight? Keep going, right? But we don't. What we what we don't understand is that we don't. We need. We need to learn that we create our own motivation. We have to create our own internal motivation, and all of that is created by our thoughts. Every morning, we have the opportunity to motivate ourselves mm. just by what we're thinking about our day. How do we want to go about our day? How do we want to experience our day? Versus, yeah, versus like, oh, getting on the scale, and the scale tells me I didn't lose you know, four pounds overnight, like, God darn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. so, so, okay, another question. Does it depend on the person, whether you exercise during the day or in the evening? Because I know, I, you know, from what I believe, and this is what I would do, mm-hmm. I'd always exercise in the morning. Because in the evening, if I'm, if I exercise, I'd be jacked the rest of the night and, Really mm-hmm. wouldn't get the kind of sleep that I needed. I mean, what's the? Is there a difference in that? Or uh, I mean, so you're going to by person or what? <laughs> when it comes to exercise, okay. When I start working with my clients, unless they are like you know athletes uh-huh. or semi athletes, or they have like you know some very rigorous workout program that they're already doing. I tell them, let's not focus on exercise sure. and weight loss and our food. Let's just focus on the food first. Because you, right, wow. because what happens is a lot much. of us have a very disordered relationship with eating and working out. So we work out because we're feeling guilty about all the food that we ate. Or we're working out because we're like, oh, you know, we got to hmm. burn more calories and what we hmm. intake. Or we work out and then we feel like, oh, I've worked up an appetite. Let me go eat some more. And so we haven't separated the reasons why we work out away from the food. Working out is great for your emotional health. And that is the only reason why you should work out for your physical body and your emotional health. Not, yes, not, not anything to do with. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So it's such a, a, a mind shift that has to happen when wow. I first start working with my clients. I'm like, you need to focus on your food first. You need to focus on changing your mindset, creating a new brain around food versus like, well, let me, you know, try to get my 10,000 steps in too. Like, no, you're splitting your focus. You know, when you split your focus, you never get anything accomplished as fast as you want to. So we, we, we work on working right. out later when you're, internally motivated to be like, oh, I need to move my body. I feel internally motivated to move my body versus I need to move my body because I ate too much at the barbecue yesterday. Sure. No, let me ask you. Okay, so I got a million questions. Uh-huh. First of all, I want to get this out. What, how can someone... Oh, yeah. All my you clients are virtual. Clients? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Great, great. Uh, so I got a feeling that somebody's <laughs> going to be saying, hey, so can I get in there? I don't know who it might be, but somebody's going to be saying that. So one of the things I want to know, give give our audience the opportunity. How do we get a hold of, of you? How do we uh, get, get, you know, get your information? How do we say, hey, uh, it, it's me. I want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, so How you can that? certainly reach me on my website, which is jenniferdent.com. I am on Facebook and Instagram under Jennifer Dent Brown. Um, 
in my Facebook business page where I post all of my blog articles and videos and all that fun stuff is Coach Jennifer Dent Brown. Oh, and I'm relaunching my podcast wow. next week. Okay. So <laughs> there it is. It's called Stop and Dying what's that going to be? What's it, what's it under? Wow, wow, wow. You know, I've never thought about some of this stuff, Jenny. I never thought that, that okay, you know, you're talking about exercise. I always said, I got to do this mm-hmm. for the next six weeks. I got to do this. And you know yeah. what? It's not even what I want to do. Uh, because I found myself losing weight mm-hmm. if I just watched what I ate. But I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, because I, I've been connected with exercise and weight loss. I've connected. You know, I don't know if the, the, the world, the marketing world has connected that with us. you got to go buy these clothes <laughs> in order to work out the best. And then you'll stand in the sun <laughs> with your, the love of your life. Everything will cliff. Everything will be happily ever after. Birds will fly by. And yes. And, <laughs> yes. And you'll drive mm-hmm. a Porsche. And there it is. You know, they mm-hmm. marketing your brothers at marketing, but he sells mm-hmm. the business so well. Well, that was that was research that dietary research uh, for years is that diet and exercise in the late seventies and early eighties is like you exercise more. That's when running became really popular and everybody started going outside to run, right? You exercise calories in, calories out, and what we know now is that that's not true for everyone. And so I, I just take the exercise out of the equation because wow. when my clients come to me at this point in their lives, they're done with exercise. They don't like it. If they liked it, they would already be doing it. So I just take it out of the equation. Like, look, right. you don't have to exercise, right? right? We're just going to focus on your food because you can achieve weight loss results just by changing what you're eating and changing how much of what you're eating. And then you start to lose some weight, you start feeling right. good about yourself, and you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll, you know, start walking in the evenings, right? Because that makes me feel good, or that's a good stress reliever mm. for me. And then that's why you work out. I don't work out every day. Wow. No. You know, Mm-mm. you don't? Mm-mm. Oh, you've got to be kidding no. You know, I can't wait to get this out. Shelly mm-hmm. walks on the treadmill every day. And uh, I've been a tad bit jealous. Uh, because, you know, I, she even told mm-hmm. me about some ice cream she bought for me today. She's like, I mean, I'm eating, Jennifer. And she comes to me and she says, <laughs> you've also got ice cream. And that's what she said. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, thank <laughs> you. And that's when I looked at the cupcake. It was a... She's showing you Sabotaging me. I mean, <laughs> what is that? What did I do? Did I say that? Because you appreciate it, so that's that's what we do. Oh that's what we I do. do as human beings. Do. We people are happy. We give them. We celebrate with food. When people are sad, don't have something yes, to eat. Yes, right? We, we feel as though food is going to make you feel better, which. You know, in the moment, it can make you feel better. That sugar high will make you feel like, whoa, I'm feeling really good right now. But at the end of the day, like I said before, that emotion is still there. You're still going to be really, really you're sad or angry or stressed, right? Or you'll be still be happy, but you're going to be overweight. Yeah. 
So I got, I got, okay, okay. We got about two minutes yep. left. I want to ask one more question, okay? Do you think the difference in cultures, let's say black people versus white people versus uh, Asian people, uh, do you think food means more in that one That's one an interesting question. I, you know, I haven't How studied food yeah. and culture. Um, but from my own personal experience, mm, I would mm-hmm. say yes. Yeah. And especially in our yes, culture yeah. and the mm-hmm. African-American mm-hmm. community where we always have food. Yes. And I know for always. me, when I was always. struggling with my weight, getting together socially with my friends and my family was like a ticket for me to overeat because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, that's what we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I had to learn how that's to like, go to that's events right. and go right. out with my family and go to like networking events and hang out with my friends. And not overeat. So it was me making a decision of like, okay, all right, wow. we're going to happy hour. A happy hour, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. I'm going to feel really good when I leave there. I'm not going to feel right. bloated. I'm not going to be overly stuffed. I'm going to wake up in the morning feeling really good in my body. And that's a decision, a conscious decision that I make every time before I go out. So... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say this, food this, and culture this, is a very ahead, interesting thing. I might no, have please, to do some ahead. research on that. Well, I I would I would just simply because I just believe that, and when mm-hmm. I see it, it's it's different. I mean, when I see us, when I see black people together get together, it's different than when you see white people to get together. Mm-hmm. It's different when you see Asian people get together. You know, Asian people have rice and they have these kind of things and. They, you know, it's different. It's all different to me. And so in any event, I want to thank you so much. This will not be the last time we talk to you. I'm so grateful to you for even deciding to give us the wisdom and knowledge that you have. I don't want to ever come to the conclusion that I know it all. This is the reason why we have the keeping it totally real broadcast, because there's people that will Mm -hmm. keep it totally real with you and say, look, this was my problem. Yeah, this was my issue. And I'm not just doing this because, hey, I needed a job or what have you. I'm doing this because I want other people to find what I have found to be a better way of living. And so now the one thing that we do, okay, at the end of our broadcast, um, (laughs) the I know you are the daughter. The right reverend doctor teacher, Richard Dent, the second. Mm-hmm. And so, so we ask, <laughs> and 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 obviously we don't forget Mother Beatrice, yes. But uh, who who is his brains? But uh-huh. uh, we ask that our our um that the person who comes on to talk with us, we ask uh-huh. that they pray us out. Oh, so is absolutely. it possible that you would pray us out for this? Yeah. Thank you. For yeah. Much. I also want to offer a scripture. Please, do. Romans. 12-2, okay. I have it on my wall, okay. and um, be ye transformed, and be not conformed to this world, wow. but be ye transformed by the renewing, renewing. of your mind. There it is. There which it is. means how you're going to get to your goal weight is by literally renewing your brain and renewing your mind about how you interact in your relationship with food. Okay. So just... I do. I No, I, I really do appreciate it. I'm always a fan of telling people, look, we need to deal with the scripture. Scripture, is really, it, it's all I, in there if we just dig. I should have started there first. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I, we're definitely going to have a talk. 
uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find out uh, how I can possibly lose this weight other than, you know, <laughs> sitting here and my wife buying me ice cream. Yes. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you can do it. Out and thank you, Jen. Thank you for that. You thank know? you. And by the way, I never in my life thought, I've known you for years, never once did you show lack of self-esteem. I never Aww. thought that in my life. So you hit it well. And I'll tell you something now. I'm so grateful for you and thankful that you've come on the other side of that now, for sure. Yes. And I have a testimony that I can help other people with. I believe that. So, yeah. Thank you for inviting me. And Lord, thank you just for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this personal testimony of mine. Yes. For without all of the tears and the frustration and the strength and the strife that I dealt with over 20 years of just struggling with my weight and not being happy with my life. I would not be where I am here today. And thank you for hearing my cry when I said, Lord, if you just help me figure out this thing, I will be able to help other women. So I just ask that you continue to bless me in my endeavors, continue to bless me as I expand my audience and expand the reach and and expand who can hear me and hear the message that I have to say, Lord. I ask that you encourage everyone right now who is listening, who feels frustrated, who feels hopeless, who feels like this just can't happen for them. This healthy life can't happen mm. for them. And I, mm-hmm. Lord, I just want to just give you, give them peace and, and just let them know, pat them on the shoulder, give them an internal hug, let them know that it is possible, Lord. That it is possible with you and it is possible with support and that nothing is wrong with them. Nothing is wrong. Nothing has gone wrong. Um, Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this family that we have, this this extended family. Thank you for Dr. Lewis. Thank you for Shelly. Thank you for what he's doing out here in the world, Lord. I just ask that you continue to bless all of us as we just... Striving out here to change one life at a time, Lord. Just change one life at a time. This we ask in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. I can't wait to get this out. I've got, this is going to help because we've had nothing but men on and I now can tell the ladies, hey, ladies, we got something for you. (laughs) I got something for the ladies. They're going to love this. So, well, actually, we had Shelly on. Uh, we didn't. Shelly and I talked about relationships. So that's one of our podcasts that are out there. If you get our app, uh, you'll. Yes, get, oh, you I got, got the okay. app. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, I'm connected. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, relationships. Uh, she and I just sat. I just interviewed her on a date night just to see what she was going to say. And oh, it was it was a fun time. It was definitely a fun time. William uh, W., do you want to say goodbye to Jenny? Oh, he's back. Hey, William. Yeah. Yes, I was able to come. Yeah. He did that on purpose. He knocked me off because he knew I was going to say that's that's typical, Jen. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. He knew I was going to talk about that 300, but that's all right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He's going to push me down again. There we go. Oh, I am. I already told you. As soon as I see you, I'm going to push you down. So anyway, uh, we just want to say goodbye to Jenny. We had a great conversation with you, and I can't wait to have you back. And uh, I know William feels the same. Yeah, I'll be happy to come back anytime. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, take care. Uh